Hi, this is Antonio Luich for Padded Cell Podcast, a conversation around mental health. Welcome back to Padded Cell Podcast. I am Antonio Luich. It has been such a long time since I last uploaded an episode. Three months to be exact, actually. It has, however, been three incredibly difficult months, not only for myself, I've been going through mental health concerns that I have been and I'm still dealing with, but for the entire world, we have a virus that's threatening to change the entire way we live. But we are a resilient people. We are going to make it through it, not by hoarding toilet paper and hand sanitizers, but by looking out for each other, by following what the World Health Organization is telling us, by washing our hands and staying at home, by reaching out to our friends digitally and being there for them. By spreading love and not falsehoods, don't share those false things that people are putting out there. And most of all, by believing in a future that is bright and shiny and full of love for our fellow human beings. And that, that is what I'm hoping that we will take out of this incredibly trying times. Now, I don't have a guest today. But as a perfect segue for from my previous episode, I want to talk about being gay in Ethiopia. Now, apart from a very short trip in that country where I was actually gay in Ethiopia, I can't quite speak to the experiences that gay people face there. This is where House of Guramaile comes in. It's really difficult to organize as an LGBT organization in Ethiopia, but but we are resilient people. We are very incredibly resilient. And a group of incredible individuals founded the House of Guramaile. These people are from all over the world and they founded this organization. And you can find out more about them in the in the links that I will put in the description on SoundCloud and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. I'll put all those links out there. Back in 2017, they had an idea to share stories of LGBTQ Ethiopians in Ethiopia. And they did it. They posted on social media that they wanted to publish a book about the community from the heart of the community. A book that basically reflects the uh, the, the lived experiences of the LGBTQ community. The book uses the words, as submitted by the people, who submitted these stories exactly as they were submitted. So there's no changes in any of the submissions in the book. Maybe a bit of edits here and there, but there are no changes. This book is exactly as it was submitted by the person who was submitting these stories. So there is a collection of stories there. The book is called Tikur Engeda. I hope I have actually pronounced it properly. Tikur Engeda. Um, I'm not entirely sure what that means but I will find out. And it is raw. It is rough. But it will also make you laugh and cry and empathize. It will make you want to read more. So what I'm going to do today is that I will read one of the stories from the book, one that really resonated a lot with me. Um, It is one that I, I really hope will make you want to get to read the book I want to make you get the book and actually read it. This was uh, an actual anonymous submission. The person who submitted the book, the the story did not want their names published, understandably so. Um, So here it goes.
I was born and raised in a small rural town. My hometown is so small, everybody knows each other. Most of the residents are relatives through godparenting and marriage. I'm the youngest in my family. My father is a typical Ethiopian father, aggressive, and my mom is a typical Ethiopian mother, compassionate and kind. I am a child, an Ethiopian child who loves his parents, fears and respects his father, supports his father and family by leaving his dreams behind. I am a brother who loves his siblings, a younger brother who always stands beside them, but caring like a big brother. My sister would always ask me, who is the big brother? I am a friend, always there for my friends, standing beside them in happiness or sad, a true friend who loves sharing and supporting. In the midst of this, I am two me's, one who is always cheerful and respectful of others, a ray of sunshine in darkness, playful and sociable. The other one is the lonely, hopeless, who walks in darkness, who's always in a fight with myself, me. The one who has zero self-esteem and who loves his loneliness, me. The same sex lover, me. Yes, the same sex lover, with an eye and ears, me. I hear my beloved parents, friends, sisters, slurring death threats to those while sitting besides them, not knowing I am one of those, me, who lives surrounded by people who don't know me. I look at them, but they don't see me. I hear them, but they don't listen, cursed and marginalized by my parents, relatives, and friends who don't understand my inner feelings. Me. I knew I was different at a young age. I used to have a feeling I couldn't tell what it was, and to anyone, I realized I have a different romantic attraction than my peers before completing my primary school. I love differently than my friends. I'm not attracted to the opposite sex like them, but to the same sex. I understood at a young age that I have a feeling that's not in line with the society's beliefs and norms. There was no one I knew who to consult about how to leave this feeling behind, nor was there a way that I know of. The one thing I know and sure about was that I was a sinner. Cursed, hated, and ostracized, I started going to church to pray, to drink holy water and soil, because I was told that it was a sin and God was furious at me. But day in, day out, I am still that same sex lover. After a while, I started to go to a new Protestant church. I told the pastor about my situation. He prayed for me. I got anointed. The next morning, I wake up being that same, same sex lover. I started going to church to pray, to drink holy water and soil, because I was told that it was a sin and God was furious at me. But day in, day out, I am still that same sex lover. After a while, I started to go to a new Protestant church. I told the pastor about my situation. He prayed for me, got anointed. The next morning, I wake up being that same, same sex lover. I hated God. I questioned why he created me without loving me. 
worse in a society I am not welcome. I hated him because he didn't want me, even after I begged him for a cure. When I start hating God, I started hating myself. I lost all hope and the meaning of life. I started thinking suicide is the only way out and save my family from embarrassment. I thought about suicide not once or twice, but three times. But I couldn't find the courage to do it. I felt worthless, who can't even commit suicide. Even though I came into this world destined to be hated and not wanted, I just couldn't find a single concrete reason to raise my hands on myself. That is when I realized that the problem is not within me. That is when I knew I am not a mistake. That's when I told myself, even though I was conceived, born and raised amidst hatred, but I am not the reason. That's when I believed there is no one for me but me. And I have to love myself to the fullest, regardless. Now, I'm a grown-up. I started to give myself a quality time to think. I started to ask myself the questions that the society asks and answer them. Is it true what they say? Am I really a result of Western influence? No. I was born and grew up in a rural area. Was I raped when I was a kid? Never. Did I lack my family's love? Not a bit. I grew up surrounded by the love of both my parents, sister and brother. I knew then I don't fit into this generalization. I started to try to answer some questions. Who am I? Am I alone? But I couldn't find anything written to read, listen or watch produced in my mother tongue that can make me understand all this. I didn't lose hope. I started surfing the internet. Reading some materials and articles on the internet made me realize that I'm not all alone and there are hundreds of millions same-sex lovers just like me in the world. And that gave me comfort and started to chat with some of them via different mediums. In recent years, I started to talk and meet with my fellow Ethiopian same-sex lover brothers and sisters. This is when I realized how naive I was in the past. I understood how religious institutions, intellects, and media houses preach, spread hatred. To my surprise, even people we consider intellectual have insignificant knowledge about the matter and are not willing to know more about it at all. Now I know who I am. I don't need anyone to tell me that I'm not cursed or neglected by God. I'm living a happy life, accepting who I am. Now the darkness unveiled and my smile is back. But then again, I feel that there is a lot of same-sex lover brothers and sisters who couldn't see the light I saw, couldn't accept themselves and still in a fight with their inner self. Many have lost their lives because of our intentional or unintentional toxic words that they're still committing suicide. We can look at you, but you can't see us. We can hear you, but you don't listen to us. You don't know where your insults and threats land. I am not only a same-sex lover. I am a child, a brother, an uncle, Ethiopian, and above all, I am human. And that... It's just one of about 12 stories in the book by House of Guramele to Kurengera. 
Now I'll admit I'm not a professional audiobook reader, but I hope I convey the message, a message that is one of hope, one that shows how living in a country where society doesn't accept you can lead you to very dark thoughts, having very, very dark thoughts, having thoughts of suicide, not once, not twice, but thrice. And to all of you listening from Ethiopia, I hear you. I really, really do. And if you're going through a rough time and would like to speak to someone, House of Guramaila can link you to that person. Just go to www.houseofguramaila.org for more information. I'll put that link in my description. Um, Follow House of Guramaila on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and bombard them with inquiries. You just, just... send them whatever it is that you need to find out the book is actually available on amazon um and the link is also in the description Uh, there will be an amharic version of the book which is brilliant and it will be available for free for every ethiopian who wants it and i will personally be back possibly with a guest possibly by myself i am not entirely sure yet um very soon with another episode of Pirate Cell. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you go out there and buy the book. I hope you go out there and read the book. And when you do read the book, just take from it the hope that is within all those people. There is so much pain, but there is also so much hope in in the lives of the people who are living in Ethiopia as gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, and intersex and queer people in that country. Thank you for listening.